0: And now, it's time for your hosts, Nick McVicker, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji. That's right, folks. We are back once again. Nick McVicker all alone in studio. I do have a nice New Jersey, and I'm happy about that. But it's it kind of sucks not having the boys in the studio with me. So we're gonna get them right into the show right now. Kyle, fun how you guys doing today? Uh, good. Uh, let's let's talk
1: sports today, man. I'm excited. You know, I can't complain. Uh, you know, quarantine needs to end soon, but it
2: doesn't look like it's ending
0: anytime soon. it's nice and sunny out though. It is
2: beautiful day, beautiful week
0: actually. This weekend is supposed to be absolutely. Gorgeous! I'm actually really excited about it. So, yeah, let's go hang out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta take the good with the bad, right? Very take true. the positive that the weather's getting nicer, and we'll take the negative that we still can't hang out with each other. But we'll get there. Golf is opening up in Ontario soon, so we might be able to play on opposite sides of the course, like you know, we do anyway.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll be playing on the wrong side of the, the fairway for sure.
0: Well no, I mean like usually when you and me play, you're down the left, I'm down the right, and we're in the same cart. So it makes it very fun because one of us has to walk across with our club. <laughs> <Yeah, pleasure, pleasure. laughs> um few sports things happened this week. We're gonna try to cover them all. Um CFL draft obviously happened this week. Congratulations to all those players who were drafted, all seventy three. And Mr. Irrelevant this year was a Western Mustang, which doesn't normally happen. <laughs> Um, and he, he was loving it on Twitter, by the way, if you don't follow him, uh, Kabamba was hilarious after the draft running with the Mr. Irrelevant jokes. He loved it. He absolutely was having a blast. Um, but we got other stuff to talk about, including a pitcher being suspended for 80 games and yes, 80 games, not part of a, part of a missed season. Women's U S national team loses their case for equal pay. And the reasoning kind of makes sense, but we need to break it down a little bit. But let's start with our kickoff segment, brought to you by Canada Kicking Academy. Calling all kickers and punters in the southern Ontario region. If you are looking for year-round professional development with elite competition, you need to train with the Canada Kicking Academy. The Ferraro brothers, Daniel and Gabe, are both University of Guelph alumni, and after illustrious university careers, they want to teach you everything they've learned over the years. If you want to take your special team's game to the next level, you need to train with the Canada Kicking Academy. Visit them at canadakickingacademy.com or follow them on Instagram at Canada Kicking Academy. So for the kickoff today, boys, it's stories that have been going around the European soccer circuit. And obviously, it's big news. Um, leagues are canceling the season where they left off. And the first one to do it was the Eredivisie in Netherlands, where they did not crown a champion. And that started freaking out a bunch of fans of teams who are currently first in other leagues. PSG followed that up. Or not PSG. The French League followed that up by canceling their season. And a day later, after freaking all PSG fans out for about 24 hours, they crowned PSG the champions. Now, the two leagues were very different in their standings when the when it went down. PSG was clear by, what was it, 13 points, 12 points, did we say? Uh, 12 points. 12 points, thank you Kyle. 12 points clear. They were crown champions. The Eredivisie, which a lot of people aren't willing to look up, so they don't realize this, the Eredivisie had a tie for first. Ajax and AZ Alkmaar were both tied for first. Now, most people would say, well, what about goal differential? That's a fair point. Ajax was up by 9. Point, or 11, I think, in goal differential. Valid point. But here's the kicker. Ajax lost their only game against AZ Alkmaar in the season. So head-to-head, AZ is actually the one who should have won. So they decided no champion. Right. It makes the most sense in my head. Now, people are trying to figure out whether or not other leagues across Europe are actually going to can the season. And it looks like England wants to play. There's no doubt about it. They're trying to get the teams in training. The Bundesliga is apparently starting up in two weeks. But that actually got pushed back another week. So it's now instead of the second week of May, it's going to be the third week of May that they're possibly starting. So there's things coming up here, here, there, and everywhere about what's going to happen. Um, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Uh, Irfan, let's start with you. What do you think of these leagues kind of shutting down and the decisions that have been made on the two that did cancel?
1: Um, well, if you talk about the, the Dutch league, I think it's 100% fair. Both teams have the same points, the identical records. The only difference is goal differential. Um, not really separating much from these two teams. Ajax hasn't, like if we're looking at it from a, a, a collective standpoint, that decision and then when we go over to the french league i think that decision is fair because psg dominate like they usually do in the league um they've by far been the better team i mean they've had some hiccups but they have a sizable lead plus they have a game in hand if you were to do some sort of points calculation or linear regression graph or something you'd probably end up finding out that they're a much much better team and they're going to win
0: that's fair we lost you a bit when you were explaining the uh, Eredivisie, the Ajax title. You want to run through that one one more time?
1: Sure. I'm just saying that um, you know, same, same goal, like same record, same number of points. The only difference was that goal differential. And then you said the head-to-head was a little different, uh, but I think it's a fair decision. No team has been the best in the Dutch. No one really, you know, stands out because all you, for all you know, uh, Ajax could fall into third because of the way they've played collectively this year.
0: Yeah, no, that's completely fair. Um, Kyle, your thoughts?
2: Honestly, I, I, I sided with Irfan with pretty much everything he said. Um, I think, uh, especially with regards to Ajax, I think it's just obviously as you were saying, it's one had the goal differential, and then one, obviously the other one had the head to head. So I think there's really only that was really the only other uh, only other option other than just not crowning anybody in general. Um, I don't think you could you could have put one over the other. Um, with regards to PSG, they were obviously clear and way ahead. Um, So, like, we were going to talk English as well um, with with Liverpool and such, but I I think it's just, you couldn't really do anything else other than crown PSG.
0: Right. And, like, I didn't know the Eredivisie was actually tied until the decision was made and I was wondering why they didn't crown a champion. And I looked it up and I did the research. And that's what a lot of, like, We'll get into the Liverpool argument now. A lot of Liverpool fans are losing their minds. When that when that decision came down, people went haywire in the EPL. All of the EPL fans. Arsenal, Liverpool, Man U, Chelsea. All the fans that weren't Liverpool were making fun of Liverpool fans for not being able to win a championship in the year that they easily were going to win the championship. And then Liverpool fans were like, but no, no, this can't happen. You can't take our title. Break it down relax take a step back and actually do the research it's not hard that that league was tied when everything shut down there was no one who was going to win that league outright if they just ended that way it it wouldn't have been fair yeah. right and then the There's psg one point. yeah no, right. I, I laughed so hard when the psg one came down and everyone's like oh they're not crowning a champion well no if you read the reports Every report that came out that first day was like the uh, F.A. is going to meet tomorrow and decide on a champion or how they're going to if they're going to crown a champion. It's like, okay, relax, (laughs) Like, just just take take a second, read the reports, understand what is being said. It's not that they haven't they're not going to do a champion in the French League. It's that they're going to take a day and figure out how they want to go about it. And there was only one solution. Like, be honest. There was only going to be one answer in the in the French League, and PSG was going to be crowned champion. Right?
1: Yeah, I, I would say that as soon as your, your lead reaches a double digit, you know, like 12 points or 13 points or, you know, 25-plus points, <laughs> at that point, it's like, are you seriously going to contest that they, they don't deserve to win the championship? Listen, I, mean, I
0: think if it was 10 points— with 9 games to go, that's not insurmountable. It's not out of the question like injuries happen, things happen down the stretch, right? It's pretty damn close to being insurmountable because the way Liverpool's been playing all year, if they were only up 10 points, I probably still would say they're running away with the league. But they're they're 25 points clear right now. City has one game in hand. Right? So it could go down to what? 22
1: yeah, twenty-two.
0: That's eight games.
1: Yeah.
0: There's only nine games left in the season. <laughs> like, it's like I, I, at a certain point, people just
2: don't understand. And there's oh no, I I have to. They had to have a chance. No, no,
1: they really don't. Sorry. No, you need everyone around you to crop out.
0: Liverpool could. There's a realistic if, possibility that if City had lost their game in hand. Liverpool one could win this the league next game.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, like that's how big of a gap it is. It's PSG was twelve points up. They needed to play at least four more games, or something like that, to secure the title. Yeah, Liverpool could possibly only need one. <laughs> like
2: or, or or nothing. Like they could literally lose as long as Man City lost.
0: If Man City loses two games, yeah, you're right.
2: Like they literally wouldn't even have to show up
0: potentially. So it's just like, okay, Liverpool fans, like I, I understand, I know what they're going through. I get because I am a, I'm a Liverpool fan. I know people are gonna say, but you're a Man U fan. I like both teams. And there's a long winded story behind that. Okay, fine. Kyle's, Kyle's looking like I need to answer this. My family didn't know English soccer until I started playing when I was young. So when I was watching the EPL on Saturday mornings. I didn't have a team because no one in my family cheered for anybody. So that's when I started watching the Man United golden years of Van Der Schaar, Giggs, Skulls, Beckham, right? Which, by the way, unreal team. God, I loved watching that team. They were fun to watch. But because I fell in love with that team, their best games were always against Liverpool, right? right. And I really didn't know that there was a rivalry until I was significantly older playing competitive soccer. Um, but when I was just playing house league and I liked watching the games, I just liked watching those two teams play. So they became my two favorite teams. Lo and behold, they hate each other. I didn't realize that until too late. Cause I didn't, I didn't watch the pregame stuff. I would only just watch the game and I would only understand what was happening in the game. So that's why those are my two favorite teams in England. So I get it. Liverpool has struggled in the APL. They have not won a title. This was their year and this was their year to do a lot. And it kind of does, it obviously sucks for Liverpool fans that this happened, but you're going to get the title. I'm sorry, like, it's going to happen if the EPL doesn't come back, which they are pushing to come back, and that's fine. As long as the health and safety people in England are taking the time to make sure that the league is safe and safely set up, obviously there's going to be no fans, but if even if they don't come back, like, understand, you're going to get the title. Will, will the other clubs put an asterisk beside it because you didn't finish the season? 100%. But does it matter? You guys will win the title, right?
1: And every team that got their asses handed to them will put an asterisk beside them.
0: No, every team will. Every, every fan base will. Yeah. The teams I don't think will. The teams I think are, like, the players themselves are smart enough to understand what happened this year. Like, this Liverpool team was so good. They are one of the best EPL clubs in the history of the EPL. And I'm only going to go EPL because I don't know a whole lot of what happened before. But out of the teams in the EPL in the last 30-some odd years, Mm -hmm. they are one of the most complete teams to ever play in the EPL. Like, that's how good they were. They were so dominant over every other team. So... Every, every, all the players, every, all the club managers, they all know that this was a legit title. They were going to win regardless. The fans are going to put an asterisk beside it if their team didn't win just because, oh, well, I mean, it's, it's not a real title. You didn't win the full season. Well,
1: yeah, they did.
0: Like, (laughs) don't give me that crap.
1: They lapped everybody. Come on. Let's be real.
0: Right. And it's funny that we're talking about, like, I brought up the asterisk and now that I think about it, like, and I say that they're going to know that it's a real title. Mm-hmm. That's why I think the Astros title should have been taken away. So that there's no, there's no, it's not in the record books with an asterisk. It's actually just not there. Right. Cause they will still have credit of, oh, we won the title in the record books. Whereas Liverpool will have that as well.
2: Yeah.
0: Sort of bringing it back to North American sports
2: end up coming back to North America
0: sports so come on. well we're from North America that should ha- that's how it should be we got to compare to stuff that we know all right <laughs> but yeah I just I think people need to relax and by the way people who think that the English game is gonna happen regardless slow your roll. EPL has not said that they're coming back yet there was a bleacher report article that was posted saying that they're going full steam ahead gonna play games it's like No, 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 no. Read what the FA has said. The FA has said that they are holding a meeting on May 8th to decide how they are going to move forward. Mm -hmm. The reason that it's on May 8th is because May 7th, the British government is going to talk about sanctions and whether or not they can remove some regulations to allow stuff to happen. Sporting events, this, that, and the other. If the British government says that that can't happen on the 7th, guess what? we're not going to see soccer. Like, it's just not going to happen. It, it, it is not going to happen. And people need to just slowly roll. I'm a big proponent of, I want to watch sports, but I also want these players to be safe and happy. Right. I don't don't know. Can I, I want to get your guys' opinion on that as well. Like people overreacting.
2: No, go ahead.
1: Sorry. No, Kyle, you go for it, bud.
2: No, it's, it's, it's one of those, it all comes down to the safety and obviously, and, help and um obviously people want to come back and watch sports and all that stuff and right. um everybody wants sports to come back just so they can see it on tv let alone go to the games but it, it it's all come down to we can't take any chances at this point right um like you look at you look at the states right florida opened up for one day up <laughs> their beaches got 1300 new cases
0: just because they open the beaches. Yeah.
2: Right. So it, it's imagine if they were open up to sports or anything or bars or whatever it may be to actually watch the sports. You just can't take that chance.
0: No, and yeah. I, I think I think the regulations would be just to allow pl- teams to play, right? No bars or anything. But here's my. Wait. Go ahead. And then no. there's
2: there's travel, right? That's the thing.
0: Thank you. <laughs> so,
2: and and as, as much as they want to use a neutral site, you still have to travel to that neutral site. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't understand, like, everybody's like, oh, they're going to play in one city and, you know, everybody will come into that city. Well, then that city is going to become a hotbed because every team is going into that city to play. Right. It's just, it's it's
1: not feasible right now.
0: No. Her phone
1: No, nope, same thing. I mean, you're you're looking at the safety of the players, the coaching staff, the fans. I mean, Kyle, you're right when you say that it's going to be a hotbed because you're going to have, like, 30 teams or 20 teams sitting in one little location. They're bound to meet people. They're bound to pass things around. Like, yeah. if we go back to the first case in North America with Rudy Gobert and the the Los Angeles locker room, or whatever, whatever happened there, right? There's we know what happened.
0: Hard. You went and touched all the microphones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, like, there was what five teams that passed through the same arena. Like the Ottawa Senators have what four, five, six players that are
0: I think up there six now, yeah.
1: Passing, yeah, passing through that. So I mean. Alright, so you're gonna put it in one stadium, one location, the same dressing room for like twenty teams or you know, two dressing rooms for twenty teams, how is that gonna be efficient right. in any way? Right. So yeah. again, like like Nick said, hold your horses, you know, a decision will come down and I think it'll be a smart decision because the FA's been around for so long. FA's for all the all the leagues have been so long i uh, have been around for so long. So they know what decision to make. Know what the fan is fans are gonna say and if you're you know, a crappy fan and you say Liverpool doesn't deserve this title, then look at the Stanley's. Look at the games they played against your team. Let's be realistic. You know, they're like, I was actually calculating this just before. They have a 93% win rate this year. The Arsenal Invincibles have a 68% win rate and they were undefeated. So, I mean.
0: There was a lot of draws in the Invincibles.
1: There were, but I'm just saying, like, if I was to collect, if I was, if I was to divide their 26 wins yep. by their 38, whatever, and nope, then do I a know. linear regression, like you're, you're looking at this Liverpool team arguably being one of the best teams of all time.
0: Absolutely.
1: And if you're a West Ham fan and your uh, CEO doesn't want Liverpool to win, well, you're in 16, so suck it.
0: Hold on, like, let's be fair. Everton would be more problematic than West Ham.
1: <laughs> but Everton hasn't said anything, right? Like, it's like no, the I West know. Ham team. That are like, no, cancel the title. Yeah, it's because you're you're tied for 18.
0: No, you want to know why they want to cancel the title? It's because they don't want to get dropped. Because they're they're pushing that there's no promotion relegation.
1: Yeah, because they just spend how much money on a brand new stadium that they haven't recouped, and they buy all these, right? You know, different players for <laughs> inflated fees. So, um, he's
0: got it, ladies and gentlemen. He's figured it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think at this point the players, like you said, know who the clear champions are, and I think they'll admit it no matter what the,
0: the players, says. the managers, yeah. like everyone knows. Yeah. Um, the yeah. other yeah. thing that I find,
1: yeah, okay, like, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. This isn't it's the just, year where everyone's tied or seven points right. between fourth and first. Like, come on,
0: like it's it's not the same. Like, it's gonna be a problem when they come down to figuring out who's going to play in the Champions League Europa League's promotion relegation like that's going to be an issue, no doubt about it but if you're worried about promotion relegation, you can push that and still name a champion (laughs) Um, the funny thing that I also want to point out in the English FA is they've cancelled all of the other leagues there's only one I think that they haven't officially cancelled and that's the championship, so the level below the Premier League But yesterday I saw a report that the um, youth leagues, the premier youth league, so the under-17 and the under-23, both got canned. So that tells you a lot that every other league in the English FA, except for maybe one, and I'm not even sure if the championship is still open for possibly playing, that all of the other ones have been cancelled. That says a lot. And I get the Premier League is such a cash cow that they can, they want to let them play the last few games. But like realistically, if every other league is canceled, guys, that probably tells you it should be canceled.
2: Uh, you would think, yeah.
0: But that's our. That's just my two cents.
2: I was going to say, crazier
0: things have happened. For sure. And I think the other thing that we need to take into account is that there have been reports that multiple players don't want to go back right now. Like, they're scared to play. And it's not just in the EPL. It's not just in European soccer. It's across all sports. Right? And that's that's rightfully so. Um, And I think the FA needs to take that into account and be like, hey, listen, like, we get that the players don't really want to go back right now. Like, this is... A, this is uncharted territory for everybody across the world. Like, this has never happened on this scale. Everything... The, old, the last time a bunch of these leagues and a bunch of these events didn't happen was World War Two. Yeah. Like, take that into account. That World War Two was the last time a bunch of things got cancelled at the same time, and... They, we just had to accept it. That's insane.
2: So yeah, like it, it's as you said, it's it's unheard of, right? It's just something that at least our generation has not dealt with.
0: Ever. So. I saw the funniest tweet: people can no longer call our generation soft because <laughs> uh, we because we've been through a pandemic. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I'm like. Hey, I don't really think that constitutes us being soft or not, but <laughs> all right. Well, I
2: I would still say like our generation and future generations are still the
1: softest have, that have ever been. But yeah, we haven't we haven't had to deal with war at any point in time, right? So,
0: well, we, oh, wait, we have Canadians, Canadians we Canadians have not have, have to deal with war, but True. um. Yeah, any final thoughts on this soccer stuff, guys?
2: Uh, I, I think everything that's gone on so far has been right, I think. Yeah. With with crowning champions and so on and so forth, I think they've done it right. Um, and obviously, Liverpool will eventually be crowned, but we'll wait on that. So.
0: Yeah. your fa- final thoughts on the soccer stuff?
1: Um, like you said, Liverpool by far is clear-cut. I think if you look at Syria A or the Bundesliga or La Liga, it gets a little complicated, so I don't know how they're going to make a decision on that, because there's a couple of points between uh, the top two, top three, top four teams, so um, I'm interested in the teams that don't have a massive gap to see Absolutely. how they're going to pass that down, because I mean, if, if three out of the remaining four leagues say to you that there's no champion, and then Liverpool's like, okay, so what's going to happen to us now, right? So, I mean, if you're a Liverpool fan, I mean, I am as well, and just take a little breather. Uh, I'm sure they'll do right by the by the team and by the players.
0: Right. I think that's that's the biggest thing is just relax. We'll figure it out. We'll get there. Don't worry. Um. That'll do it then, I guess, for our kickoff segment. If you are looking for year-round professional development with elite competition, you need to train with the Canada Kicking Academy. Both Daniel and Gabe are University of Guelph alumni, and after illustrious university careers, they want to teach you everything they've learned over the years. You can follow them at canadakickingacademy.com or follow them on Instagram at Canada Kicking Academy. So let's move on, and I believe it was just yesterday. Yes, it was yesterday. The U.S. Women's National Team for Soccer had their case dismissed by a judge about equal pay. Now, I'm going to read the CNN article, um, what the judge said. He wrote in his decision that members of the U.S. Women's National Team did not prove wage discrimination under the Equal Pay Act because the women's team played more games and made more money than the men's team the women's team also rejected a collective bargaining agreement where they would have they would have the same pay structure as the men's team in favor of a different CBA. The women's CBA guarantees that players will be compensated regardless of whether they play a match or not, and while the men's CBA calls for players to be paid if they are called into camp to play and then participate in a match, according to a summary judge. So that's what the judge was saying um, regarding the decision, and if, if that is... the case, that does make sense. If they played more matches, made more money, fair. Now, the other thing is that the women's team rejected a collective bargaining agreement that would have matched them with the men's side, which is something that I think was lost in translation by a bunch of the, I guess, miscommunication and social media and stuff. If that's truly the case, do you think they had a case to begin with, or was this just blowing smoke?
1: I think they did because the question comes down to, yeah, they played more games, but how much are they getting paid per game? right. and And so let's say it's like five dollars versus ten dollars. They're like, well, it should be ten and ten. And I think the reason they, well, the Megan Rapino and you know, Alex Morgan and the stars, they said no to the new CBAs because it needed to be structured in a way that, it isn't an eight and ten; it's an 8 and ten. For example, it's not. There's still not a discrepancy per game, right. regardless of how many games the women's team plays or the men's team plays. I mean, by far the women's team and the women's game in in the U- United States system is significantly better than the men's team. So yeah, of course they've played more games. Of course they're much better. Um, so I think they're gonna keep fighting it for sure. Like I've read the articles Absolutely. a bunch of times. They're gonna keep fighting it because it. It comes down to that pay per game and then if that cba is inclusive of many other things besides pay you know travel um health care support um financing within your system how do you get your access to facilities so on and so forth so yeah they they said no to the cba but i think they had a right to say it because they were in this court case that they were trying to get that 10 for 10 not right five and ten or eight and ten di- discrepancy right
0: absolutely that's where i stand
1: on it so i think i think it's an unfair decision but i don't think that they should stop fighting it um uh i don't know how i can help but i mean talking but it is the best that we can try and promote it and say hey they're on the right track and they're fighting for the future of women's soccer and eventually we might see that in canada where they'll also fight for that a little bit more and that's you know we talked about that a couple weeks ago with our new union um eventually trying to balance it off so absolutely it's a step. It's a step, but it's not. It's an unfair decision. Kyle. Yeah, like
2: when the judge dismissed it, he also said like they could read, they could put it back in if it focused more on like travel
0: accommodations and like support and stuff like that. And that's what I'm. Uh, and
2: that's what I think. If they do want to win, that's the that's the option. That's that's what they have to do. Right. Um, because I, as you said, like they do, they do play more games. And technically, they get paid the entire time rather than game by game. Right. So it, I don't think they're going to win in that aspect. No. Um, and then in another aspect, I also think it, it's going to come down to as much as they want 10 and 10, I don't know if they'll ever get 10 and 10. Purely because of how much money the men's game makes compared to, to the women's game. <laughs> and. The, the money coming in is what helps pay those wages for the men compared to the women. And I, I just, I don't think, yes, it's going to sound like, oh, men's soccer is more important coming from me, but it's just one of those.
1: No, you're right. Just how it, it's just how it is.
2: And it's a, a man's world, if you want to call it, right? But that's just how it's, it's how it is. More, m- more money is made by. The men's soccer I guess. Sure. simple <laughs> as it is
0: and why is more money made by the men's soccer ready anybody anybody Bueller you thank you so yeah. that's the difference that's all the they need to do mean? all they need to do is ESPN or whoever covers the men's games because I think it's usually ESPN down in the states <coughs> pick up the women's games pick up the women's games because that's the only way you're gonna grow the women's game so that people go to the stadiums and watch. The men's team wasn't getting sell-out crowds 10-15 years ago. Not a chance. Soccer meant absolutely nothing to the Americans. Now you get, there's 30 teams in the MLS, and how many of them sell out every year? Or every game? A good portion of them. All Every U.S. game on U.S. soil is pretty much sold out now. You want to know why?
1: The US though.
0: No, but even, even <laughs> the games like Jamaica and Canada, those games sell out, right? And it's because they put the U.S. team, the men's team, on national television. They put the MLS on national television. And yes, I know back then ESPN had like 150 different channels that they could just throw it on and someone would end up watching, right? Now they're down to what? 4? Guess what? I, I couldn't tell you. To I, I don't know for sure. It's, it's between two and four. I know that for sure. Throw them on ESPN3, the women's team. That's where the men's team started. Throw the women's national team on ESPN3. Throw the NWSL on ESPN3. Right? Because you play those games, people are going to realize that the women's game is actually fun to watch. It's not a snooze fest like a lot of people assume it is. It's not girls just kicking a ball around and barely tackling each other. It's hard soccer. You watch a single NWSL game, especially like teams like Portland, who are ridiculous, by the way, because they have Alex Morgan, Christine St. Clair. Do I need to go on? Those are two of the top talents in the world. You have these unbelievable players who are playing in a very competitive league that don't get a single game on television. You want to grow the game? You want to get the girls to have the same pay and equal pay? Put them on TV. Get their broadcasting rights up. Get the advertising from that. Because if, they, if a company sees that these games are on ESPN, money coming right out of the pockets. And, and, but that's the that's the biggest thing is, as much as they say they want to grow it, do they really want
2: to grow it? That's the question. There, there's ways to do it, 100%. Right? There's, there's companies and there's, there's TV stations that 100% could do it, but it's just a matter of, do they actually want to?
1: It's the investment level. Is Are they willing to put up money for five years while they take a loss, for example? Um, But
0: here's the thing, a company like ESPN doing broadcasting, they're not going to take a loss.
2: Well, they would, because they they might have something else that they could then broadcast that Mm -hmm. potentially could get more viewers.
0: Right, and you have to balance that, obviously, but I'm not saying you have to play the game live. Right? If you're really concerned and you're worried about doing live games because it might counteract with something that you want to put live, tape delay. Play them or, you know, play them at five o'clock instead of seven the next day. Play it at ten instead of seven, right? There's there's ways around it. Work with a, the league. That would be play a play way games. to lose money.
1: <laughs> Come on, ESPN, you have the money. Lose it. Let's go. No.
0: But bye. there's there's ways around it. You can work with the league too. Right? Find a way to make to like work with the league and schedule their games so that it doesn't counteract with something that you are already showing right because if the if the league wants to grow they would be willing to do that right Yeah. like I'm thinking
2: it it all all comes down to investment dollars
0: I agree 100% and I think there's a way but they they need to understand it it. right and that's why the Canadian women's national team has been growing the last two years because guess what one soccer who is doing all the CPL and all that fun stuff they're showing every women's national team game. Now, it's not cable TV. It's not nationally televised. It's a paid subscription. So you actually have to pay for to watch the games. But it's a step. Yeah. That means the Canadian women's national team is getting money to be broadcast. Which is huge. Now, the American side needs to do the same thing. And until the gate until the women's game starts to garner more money there's no way that they're going to be 10 for 10 it's just not going to happen and and it sucks because i've i'm a huge proponent of women's sports i think the women's hockey game is as entertaining if not more entertaining for me to watch than men's hockey sometimes because they play smarter that's that's women's hockey. Soccer. I love watching women's soccer because the buildup play is so much better than the men's game. A lot of the men's game is we're gonna run at you 100 miles an hour and then stop and go back to the defense and then run at you 100 miles an hour stop go back to the defense. The women's game the buildup is a lot smoother sometimes. but you can you can get to the point where they're even. You can get to the point where a national women's league at any sport is just as coveted as a men's league. But we're not going to be there for a while. And until these leagues are start start getting on TV, it ain't going to happen. And we're seeing it in the women's hockey league where the players aren't playing. Right, There's an entire holdout of players who will not play in the NWHL. Yeah. And it's a problem. Right? I got called out on Twitter for liking the fact that Toronto got an NWHL team. Because people are like, Oh, this league isn't this league isn't legit, they don't have the top players. And I'm like, You're right, they don't. I agree to that. Yeah. But the fact that they're expanding into another country, a country that did have a national league that got shut down, that's a big step. Mm-hmm. Now they need to work on figuring out. they yeah. need to figure out a, a way to work with those the player association that is currently holding out and get those players back in to make it a legit number one league. Once they do that, Sportsnet and TSN are going to be knocking, probably. Especially now that there's a team in Toronto, they're going to be knocking on the door and saying, "Hey, we might not be able to play your games live, but can we put them on tape delay? Or can we put them on online as opposed to on TV? Mm. There's ways around it. There's, yeah. And especially with the grow, the big boom of the, uh. Player, the women's players in the NHL All Star game the last two years. Yeah. The women's game is ready to explode in hockey. And I think the soccer is going to follow. That's my long winded answer. I apologize for keeping you guys there just listening to me. <laughs> no, I'd rather,
2: I'd rather your insight than have nothing at all.
0: Like I'm a huge proponent of women's sports. I've, I watched so much of it while I was at university covering games for Western. Right. It's fun sport. And these women play hard. Like that's what a lot of people don't understand about women's hockey and women's soccer. They're not tiptoeing around each other and trying not to avoid each other. They are going into every corner hard. They're going into every 50, 50 ball in soccer looking to take the other person's leg off sometimes. It's just like yeah. the men's game. And there's less diving. <laughs> hey, I'm honest. That's <laughs> true. Um I'll leave the floor to you guys. We'll go Kyle, any last thoughts on this that I haven't already long windedly said and I apologize again.
2: Uh no, honestly, I as as much as I, I would love to have them be equal, I think it's it's gonna take a lot of time. Um I think this obviously the the suit is um, needed to be fixed a little bit, I think, yeah. and altered so that they can go through. Um
0: but I think this is definitely a step in the right direction at least. Absolutely.
1: Um, I think the rejection is good in a way because we've seen how many articles pop up, how many people talking about it. I think it it's starting that that train of, well, how do we fix this? How do we win? How do we win this case? Right. right. And there's so many. They probably have so much to 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 give out. They have so much to. Um, I I mean, I just hope that it changes. And and I know uh, Nick, you said that the, the hockey league is expanding. Um, right. their draft was last week and I mean it's going it's gonna get bigger right um, there's just the structure needs to change eventually and uh, someone has to take take a bite
0: absolutely by the way really cool thing the uh, NWHL did in their draft they had uh, guests people come in and do little videos mm-hmm. announcing each pick. It's really cool, yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. They, and they and not just, like, random former players or things like that. They had, like, Stephanie McMahon from the WWE. They had the uh, Women's Basketball Players Association president do one. They had uh, – who else? I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I can't yeah, remember right now. They had so uh, yeah. many. I thought oh, it was I really well done. Um, Again, they need to figure out the – Players Association thing, and once they get that done, they'll be fine, but I think I got ripped on for no reason. I'm very upset about that, because I'm a huge proponent of women's sports, and it kind of hurt that people thought I was just cheering for a league that I didn't know anything about. Uh,
1: do they even follow you?
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, Kyle knows one of the people who ripped on me for it, so it's fine. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, Then I explained, he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, like, he was right. And and the thing is, like, I understand why people don't want to support this league right now. Like, I, I get it. But it is the only professional women's league in North America right now. And we need to support women's hockey. And they need to figure out their shit with their players association and get those players back in as well. And that's fine. Once that happens, we'll be fine. But right now, there's there's a lot of work to be done. I was just saying that it was a positive thing that the women's team did get one in Toronto. That's all. Anyways, um, let's move over to baseball. And outside of all the eighteen different million ways that they're going to start the league, and none of them really make sense. But that's a whole other issue. there is actually player news from this week, and Indians pitcher Emmanuel Clase has been suspended 80 games under the uh, MLB joint drug agreement. Irfan, you want to talk about this because mm-hmm. it is it is 80. It is an 80 game suspension.
1: Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with your year. So <clears throat> sorry, I'm talking. I think I brought this up a little earlier. I saw a tweet. Um, that someone just curious as to uh, the difference between places suspension and the managers being suspended for the Astros and Alex Cora, etc. Right. Um, and, and I think the stipulation here is they were suspended by year or not games. Um, so, I mean, I'm a little cheesed by it because like, yeah, I get the 80 game suspension. You cheated. You PED'd, whatever. But isn't steal, uh, you know stealing signs a form of cheating in a way? Like, Hello? Yeah, um, but I think moving forward, and I know we 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 hit it, we talked about it last week again, is next time that suspension to a cheating team comes up, it's going to be game by game. It shouldn't be year by year because there's no guarantee, right? Um, like toss in 162 games, uh, Nick, like you said, plus playoffs, um, no matter how long they take, um, do it by games, don't buy don't do it by years. And I think this is a good example of um, getting rid of any discrepancies or any any. Differences between levels of cheating because steroid usage is a form of cheating and so is sign stealing. So right. that's where I'm at.
0: I think the the thing is is that the drug suspensions are set in the CBA that it is 80 games, mm-hmm. right? It's stated as 80 games. When the MLB was doing these suspensions for this sign-stealing scandal, they were trying to get off as scot-free as possible and not look like they were in for a huge issue and having to go back and forth with all these teams and try to figure out who actually was cheating outside of these two teams. So they did one year.
1: Yeah, so when the when that CBA comes out, well, the new one when it ends, there sorry, won't be anything. The one right in now that. ends 2021. I'm sure. Don't, will they not toss in something about? It's such a non-specific case
2: that they you couldn't throw something in the CBA
0: for it. No, no, no. You want to know why? It's because the league doesn't want to admit that they're that every team is stealing signs. That's why. If they put it in the CBA, then there's that there's an admittance that it's happening. They're trying to say that this was a one-off situation. Yeah. No, it's it's true. They don't no, want to no, admit I that they're wrong.
2: Honestly, in a way, they're almost valuing steroid use over the fact that a team cheated and won a World Series because they cheated. And it's kind of sad in the fact that that's the case.
0: Want another one? They're also evaluating Pete Rose as being worse for the game than sign stealing electronically. Take that into account. The guy bet on his own team to win. Which made him play better. He has the most hits ever, depending on if you include Ichiro's games in Japan.
2: No.
0: Right? No, but depend like I'm just saying, like if you do, then Ichiro's ahead. But he has the most hits as an MLB player in the history of the game. And he is worse for the game than sign stealing. Which cost players their careers. That's what the MLB is saying. That is what is coming out of this. And that's a joke.
1: Like, that's a joke. Whether it gets into the CBA or not, it's a discussion that they're going to have.
0: And I think it'll be all of two minutes. Hey, do we want to put this in? Well, I mean, maybe, but you know what? It's going to make us look bad. So let's not put it in. Like that's, that's going to be the discussion. It should be. It, it, there should be, first of all, the pedalies should be worse. We already have had that discussion, and I don't want to open that up to a whole bag of worms again. But you're basically saying that this is worse. This player who got caught using steroids, or whatever, like I don't don't know if it actually says, Boldenon, a performance-enhancing substance, is what this player got caught with. You're saying that that is worse than stealing signs to win a championship. Imagine if it was one player. Imagine if it was one player. Here's, I'm, I'm going to push the whole team thing aside, okay? And I'm going I'm to address this to both of you. Imagine if it was one player stealing signs, right? They had, they had a guy in center field by themselves doing the buzzer thing, okay? Like the one under the shirt to know when it was a curveball or when it was a fastball. If it was just one player. Do you think that that player would be suspended indefinitely by the MLB, or do you think they would have got off?
2: Not indefinitely. I think it would have been the year thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Step on the wrist. Yeah. Uh, yeah it would have been a don't do this again type right. thing.
0: Thank you. That's my point. Pete Rose yeah. bet on his own team to win. Never bet against his own team. That was That was made abundantly clear in the reports. He never bet against his own team. He bet on his own team to win and other teams. He made himself play better because he didn't want to lose money. Yeah. And you're going to suspend him for life. Whereas this guy is cheating teams, players. You probably would only give him a year.
2: Mm-hmm. That's... Well, I think Honestly, I think the next commissioner who comes in, that has to be one of the things he has to look at.
0: I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if Manfred actually reinstates him at some point. I don't, I don't. think he has the ball to do it. Yeah, but out of the last couple, I think he has the best chance. to do
2: it. True, but I, I just don't think he has. With how much it would stir up. I I, I
0: still don't understand why this stirs up so many issues.
2: It's, it, no. It comes down to just oh, it's, well, it's fundamentals of baseball. It's you know our forefathers' sport. It's well, it's evolved past. Like it's, it's not the let's go hit a stick, let's go hit a ball with a stick anymore. Right, like I, I get that.
0: But I, so. No, I just mean I've never understood why the Pete Rose thing was such a big deal. Right? Like I get yeah. that it's I get that it's against the rules. So I I understand suspending him for a year, right? If if you really want to follow the, the rule book to the I, I understand that. Like I get that. But why is this so bad? Like the guy never bet on his own team to lose. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Like if uh, like let's just take into let's let's say we were playing, right? We were in a league all three of us on the same team playing any sport, I don't really care. If I found out that you were betting against our team and that's why you were playing like shit, I'd be really pissed off and I'd kick you off the team. Yeah. Right? If I found out you were betting on our team to win and that's why you were giving 150% every game, Great, you're giving hundred and fifty percent every game. I don't give a flying fuck. Do you, boo boo? If that's what it takes to get you to play hard, you're playing hard. I don't care.
1: I mean the way to do it is a little is a little unorthodox, but at the same time but at the same time, if you're betting on yourself to do well, you're increasing your self esteem, you're increasing your self confidence, and you're increasing the confidence of your team because you believe in your team. You know what I mean?
0: I think you're right in that it's unorthodox, and it probably wasn't the right way to go about it, but he never bet on his team to lose. He never tried intentionally to throw a game like the 1919 White Sox. He never did that.
2: Technically, if you want to look at it, he's making an investment.
0: Right. And, I mean, we're we're stretching it a little bit for the reasoning behind it, right? But... He never tried he never intentionally tried to throw a game.
2: Yeah.
0: Never. So I've never understood why it, it was such a big deal. And maybe we yeah. need to get our parents on at some point and talk to them about it. Yeah. Right? Or her grandparents possibly <laughs> like depending on who actually watched Pete Rose play and remembers it properly. But I just don't get it. The guy was such a good player, and it made probably made, as you said, it probably made him better. Why yeah. are we so, Why are we punishing him all time? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make sense in my head, but that's just me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that was a big sidetracked there from what we were actually talking about but it it, the the mlb is the most inconsistent suspension league i think i've ever seen yeah i would agree with that nhl for in-season suspensions is inconsistent for the length of suspensions but at least they're suspending things properly (laughs) to a degree but the mlb like for long-term suspensions has always confused me and i don't know i just i don't get it
2: MLB
0: is a weird organization. An enigma wrapped in a problematic solution. So, I hope we do get to see sports this year, but it's sounding more and more like the MLB season is going to keep getting pushed back. So, mm-hmm. there's a chance that Clayce is actually suspended in 2021, unlike Hinch and Cora. How yeah. pathetic would that be? <sighs> <laughs> you know the other sad thing is that, like, if this if this season does happen and it's a shortened season, that means this suspension is worth a hundred times more than any other pro- drug suspension because he's not losing half a season; he could be possibly losing an entire season. Like that kind of right. that does kind of suck for him. He will be the only drug player on a first suspension to lose an entire season. That would suck. And he was actually pretty good. He pitched 21 games last year for the Rangers and had a 231 ERA in relief. Yeah, how's that How's that Kluber trade looking right now? How's that Kluber trade looking? <laughs> well, they got Delano DeShields, though. True. So, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, that was the other big news. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we leave?
2: Honestly, there's not a whole lot more going on right now, if we're
0: being honest. Just just possible resumption plans and stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
0: Which we've already talked about and we'll probably continue to talk about. But this week we wanted to get away from those. <laughs> Indeed we did. So. so next week we will probably have a solution to the EPL. Um, and by probably, I mean we will 100% have a solution to the EPL. So we'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about some of the other things that happened this week in regards to signings and player movement in some of the leagues. Um, maybe even get into some CanCon in the uh, NFL, a bunch of undrafted free agent signings of Canadians, which some of them might actually stick. Um but we'll get into that and a lot more next week. As for this week, that'll pretty much do it for everyone here at Garage Door Sports. We want to thank you for joining us, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Nick McVicker, at Kyle Vardy for Kyle, and at Irfon Manji for Irfan because we have no numbers in our names. we are real, not a bot. Real. Um, please follow us on Twitter at Garage Door Sport. Yes, it's Sport, not Sports. And make sure you follow us on Instagram, at Garage Door Sports. Yes, that one is sports. Don't ask us why. Apparently, Twitter, you can only have a certain number of letters. Which is stupid, but it's fine. Um, Make sure you check out the site. We have lots of great content going on up there. Uh, If you want to learn about the Canadian homecoming of Michael Petrasso and his long road to play soccer in Canada, that's a great article. Also, check out our MLB season previews that'll be coming out slowly and surely but we'll get them all out for you before the season starts yeah, um, and now that we know that this guy's not playing that changes the indians no i'm just kidding <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, it's night and day, <laughs>
0: Um, but we're gonna have fun with it and we're gonna make sure we keep getting content out for you guys if you have any ideas for content please make sure you drop us a line um Our contacts are all obviously on Twitter and on our website, so feel free to hit us up. If you want to sponsor the show in any way, shape, or form, please also hit us up. We're always looking for that. Obviously, we're looking for that. (laughs) Um, Other than that, I think that'll do it. Guys, anything that I missed in my spiel? Perfect. All right. Well... For everyone here at Garage Door Sports, we thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.